So the world expects a lot from each one of us. We're expected to be good, decent, moral people who do our duty to our families and our society, to one another. And you might think that would be enough. But the world also expects us to make a lot of money. We should also have impressive titles and exert power over other people. The world tells us that a life without a nice car, a big house, and an even bigger investment portfolio is basically a failure. No matter how good of a person you are. And on top of all of this, we're supposed to be really charming. You're supposed to be the cleverest person in any conversation, the most attractive person in any room, the manliest man or the womanliest woman. And what's more, you're supposed to be really happy. You're supposed to be totally satisfied with your children and your health and your career and everything else. And all of this put together is kind of exhausting. But in today's gospel, Jesus just waves all of this away. He tells us to cast it aside, to walk away from all of these expectations. He says, all of you who labor and are heavy laden, come unto me and I will refresh you. I will give you rest. I will remove you from this entire dumb, unwinnable rat race of the world. He doesn't say, I'm going to reward you for all this hard work. Keep it up another 20 years and you will get this eternal retirement plan that is fantastic. Nor does he say, just give up, live for today, drink now for tomorrow we die, buy that motorcycle, have that affair, live, you do you. Instead, he says something very different. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we are neither called by Christ to live in a futile attempt to spend our lives impressing others, impressing the world, nor are we called to just live selfishly for ourselves in a futile attempt to buy happiness or to steal it. Instead, we are called to take up the yoke of Jesus the work of the gospel. We can't find true joy in either slavishly following the world's expectations of us, nor in slavishly serving our own passions and whims. It's only in serving Christ that we find true rest. So what does it look like to lay down the burden of the world, to stop living our lives to keep up with the Joneses? Once upon a time, there lived this extremely wealthy, extremely impressive young man. His father was one of the richest businessmen in the entire city, and they lived this life of incredible luxury. They were patrons of the arts. The family was legendary for generations of military heroism, and they were serious movers and shakers in local politics. This was like a king-making family. Like in every sort of small town, there are a couple of families that have always lived in the nicest houses and made the nicest investments and run people for mayor. This was one of those families. In fact, it was the, the highest ranking of all those families. And the firstborn son, the one on whose shoulders 
the, the legacy of the family rested. The great scion was called Francis. And Francis was no rebel. He didn't drop out and become a ski instructor somewhere. He didn't move to Florence to go to art school. He was all in. He wanted to marry the most beautiful maiden from the most impressive family. He wanted to have the most glorious exploits on the field of battle. And then he wanted to settle down, manage the family investments, and basically run the town. Francis played by all of the world's rules. He worked hard at achieving every kind of success. But time after time, no matter how good he was at something, it was all just kind of meaningless. Everything seemed just sort of empty. And one day, after living for the world for so many years, he began to pray earnestly for guidance from Christ. And over time, taking up this yoke of Christ came to seem more and more desirable, more and more like a real possibility. And eventually, Francis just walked away from everything. He gave away everything he had. And he left his home and his family and every luxury behind. And he left the city with nothing, not even clothes on his back. He left the city naked to follow Christ. And he wandered out into the wilderness to become the St. Francis we remember today. But renouncing the world and wealth and family and friends to become homeless and hungry, as high as a bar as this is, as huge as a thing as this is, that's still not taking up the yoke of Christ. Instead, for Francis, renouncing all of this was just the easiest way to get to that yoke. For Francis, his wealth and his home and the expectations of others, these were just hindrances to him in taking up that yoke. He thought these things slowed him down, distracted him, and made him lose his focus on Christ. Poverty was not the goal for Francis. It was simply the means of casting aside everything that slowed him down in running towards Christ. Taking up the yoke of Christ, what St. Paul calls putting on the mind of Christ, this is taking on the entire nature of the one who is gentle and humble of heart. So Francis had given away everything that he owned, gave all of it to the poor, said no to his family, walked away from his castle and wandered out into the woods to become some arrogant hermit, some sort of prideful, I can stay awake longer than you, I can eat less than you kind of guy. Or this a crabby old hermit, this would have been utterly pointless. But instead, Francis is remembered as holy because he became a vision of Christian gentleness a vision of Christian kindness, of humility and love. So Francis could have easily turned into the megalomaniacal cult leader or a self-obsessed perfectionist. But instead, his entire life was focused on Jesus. There's some scholars who have algorithmically analyzed all of the, the, the cited quotations and known writings of Francis. And it turns out that almost 85% of everything he is recorded to have said and done are just paraphrases of the gospel. For Francis, this homeless friar, Christ was everything. And his life was a constant reflection of Christ. But this could have been equally true for Francis, the Christ-obsessed professional golfer 
or Francis, the Christ-focused chemist, or Francis, the stay-at-home mom, or Francis, the lawyer. St. Francis left everything behind, not because home and family and possessions are antithetical to the yoke of Christ, but because these are what kept him from taking it up. Whether in a castle or a tiny apartment or living on the streets, each of us can open our lives to Christ in prayer. Each of us can open ourselves to the gifts of God, the Holy Spirit, can open ourselves to this yoke of kindness, of generosity, of humility. The same yoke of the love of Christ which made Francis a saint. The question for Francis was, what keeps me from doing that? What is it that's in my way? What is it that stops me from really knowing and loving Christ and giving my life to him? And the question for us is, what is it that gets in my way? What stops me from really knowing and loving Christ and giving all of my life to him? Amen.